Man, that was an amazing story. And I always appreciate when people have the courage and the guts to share how God's touched their life. And we share that with you because we believe God can touch your life in the exact same kind of a way. So, hey, we're gonna study God's word just for a few minutes together and then receive communion. And again, if you've not gotten uh, communion elements ready, would you just find a cracker, some bread, some juice, and we'd love for you to join us. We're gonna do that at the very, very end. I did wanna encourage you uh, in your giving. This is the first of the month. And you know, the, my favorite part of giving is, is the fact that not only do we get to help people and uh, invest in our local church and make a difference in people's lives, but I love the fact that we get to honor God by putting him first. And there's a verse that I've just been thinking about more so during this coronavirus than ever before. And you've heard it before, but you've, but you've heard a different context about it. And it's, it's in Malachi chapter three, verse 10. And it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there might be food in my house. And I love that because I believe that uh, this this pandemic, this this really this opportunity to to invest in people's lives is only made possible because you guys were so generous, and we literally had a storehouse. I mean, we had people that have been giving so generously, and it was it's more than we need, and we've kind of learned how to operate on less than what you give, so that so that in the middle of a famine, a pandemic, this 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 situation that we're in that we could be this storehouse. And we're trying to be as generous as we possibly can. And I hope you're checking out our, our, our Dream Center Instagram accounts and Church of the Highlands Instagram, because we're trying to post stories every day of lives that are being touched and changed because of your generosity. So thank you for your faithfulness. Of course, three ways you can give. You can text, you can go online, and you can, of course, mail it in. And I think the team will put it uh, on a lower thirds right below me so that you can see that. But thank you again. In fact, I want to take just a moment, Tammy, and just pray for people who are faithful in their tithing and their giving and just, and just ask for God's blessing over your life. And Father, I thank you for everything that's given right now. And as we honor you with our first, Lord, I'm asking you to multiply it in a, in a way that touches people's lives. God, we, we sow into the kingdom so that we can have an eternal return on investment, treasures in heaven, and so, Father, I pray for every faithful giver that you just bless them over the month of May in a supernatural way. And for everything uh, that happens, God, we promise we'll give you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. One more thing before we study God's word. I want to remind you that this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. <laughs> Mother's, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited about it. And so we have a, we have a special online version of the, a way to honor and celebrate moms, but just wanted to remind you about that, and we'll have things for your kids. And so a lot of resources that we're planning for this coming Sunday, Church of the Highlands online. And so be sure to join us and let other people know as well. So uh, we're going to get into God's Word, and I've asked Tammy, I want you just to share. We always say that you could read the phone book and people will get saved. I mean, it just almost doesn't even, it's not even fair. <laughs> because I have to study and really have to have some really great content. And, and no matter what you say, people are crying and touched. And honestly, Tammy, it's because you're so anointed. And, um, and I asked you just to share a thought, and then I'm going to kind of tie it all together, and then we're going to take communion. But share, share what you've been thinking, how, how the Lord's been dealing with you. Well, I do appreciate you letting me have this opportunity, you know, because I love getting the chance to just let y'all know that I love you, I think about you a lot, and and honestly, I, I have been thinking about you a lot, especially during this quarantine and this, you know, the pandemic and everything that's going on, and I know some of you are doing great, and some of you might be struggling a little mm -hmm. bit, 
Um, and honestly, this is a little bit of what I wanted to say tonight is because I've struggled and it's kind of taken me by surprise. You know, I thought I was this laid back, easygoing person and I've allowed some of these situations to just kind of give me a bad attitude mm. and um, I, um, I've been a little bit grumpy sometimes and I've kind of been short and curt with some of the people that I love in my family and maybe... Maybe you a little bit. <laughs> this is a beautiful moment, people. No. <laughs> but anyway, it kind of came to a head the other day, and, and Chris and I actually sat down and, and had a good long talk. And um, at first I found myself a little bit, um, you know, ashamed of myself and, mm. and kind of disappointed in myself in the way that I let, allowed myself to act and the things I allowed myself to say. And, and I decided I needed just to, you know, go for a long walk, kind of talk it all out with the Lord. And as I was walking, I just was pouring out my heart to the God, to the Lord. And I know He knows what I think. Mm. He knows how I feel. But I think sometimes we just have to be honest with Him and hear ourselves be honest with God. And I, I spent some time praying in the Spirit and because uh, I just really didn't know what to say in the moment. And um, when I got back home, I was like, you know, Lord, I just, I need God to tell me something. And when I need to hear something from the Lord, I go straight to my, my green Bible right here. And um, I opened up to a verse that a lot of us know and a lot of us are familiar with. And it's in Romans 8. And, um, you know, the verses before, the verse that says, if God is for us, who can be against us is in there. But I just kept reading and um, because I have the whole thing underlined. But when I got to the part that says, who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Mm. And, you know, I had been bringing charges against myself, and I had allowed the enemy to bring, you know, to point out things that were failures in my life. And then it says, It is God who justifies, and who is it that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God yes. and is also interceding for us. And I just reminded myself, you know, Jesus knows what I'm going through. He knows what we're all going through. He's right there next to the Father interceding for us on our behalf. And I, that just brought so much encouragement to me. And, it, and I just kept going. It said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Not myself, mm. not trouble or hardship or persecu persecution or famine or nakedness, or danger, or sword, or quarantine, or COVID-19. Yeah, that's good. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So I'm so grateful for my God who loves me no matter what kind of attitude I have. <laughs> now I repented and confessed, and you know now I feel a lot nicer, and I've been a lot nicer these last few days, but... You know, it's good to, to repent. It's good to pray and seek the Lord. And it's good to get in His Word and just, you know, remind ourselves what God has to say about us. And you know what? He loves us. You're so awesome. You guys do realize that her bad attitude is most people's best attitude. She's, a, she's an amazing person. And Tammy, um, I think people were encouraged by your words. And you always say it so beautifully and so innocently and with humility, and that's why people love you. And, you know, she shared just a, a preview of that with me. And, and the word that just, that she kept saying over and over when we talked about this before was how discouraged she had become. And, um, and I just thought I'd take a couple of minutes and just play off of what she just said to you. And 
we, re- we realize, we both realize that because we're going through it too, that it's easy to get discouraged, especially in the middle of this crisis. And I just thought, what do people need whenever they need to be encouraged? What kind of comfort could we bring you today? And what I love about what, what um, you shared, Tammy, was not only the fact that, that there were some biblical principles there, but I love with that, not only what you shared, but what you did. So those were beautiful principles, but she walked it out. You know, she said she repented and she, she prayed and she went for a walk and she, she prayed in the spirit and she read her Bible. Well, all those steps are very important. And those are the things that can encourage you right now. You need to know that. In fact, the verse that I had for you is in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3, where it says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort. So you need to know your, your God is in the comforting business. And what my hope is before we, we receive communion is that you would experience a measure of comfort right now and encouragement. And I did a little study, and you guys know how I do. I have a list for everything. If I had a list of everything I, I like, list would be at the top of the list. And so I made a list. Uh, in Scripture, I found four things that will bring you comfort. Um, the first is Jesus brings comfort. And Jesus brings comfort because he's, he's qualified to because he went through what you're going through. So the Bible says there's nothing you're facing that Jesus didn't taste or experience himself yet without sin. In fact, I'll read it to you. Uh, Hebrews 4.15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with your weakness. So he's up there going, oh yeah, that is hard. Oh yeah, I do understand that. But we have one who's been tempted in every way just as we were, yet he did not sin. So you have, a, you have a, 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 a God, you have a friend, you have someone in the person of Jesus who comforts you because he understands you. So what do we do? Talk to him. <laughs> talk to him about it. So all I'm saying, do what Tammy did. And go on a long walk and talk to the Lord and tell him what you're feeling, what you're going through. The second is, is the Holy Spirit brings comfort. Remember she said, I prayed in the Spirit. She connected with the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. So God, the Father, and Jesus, the Son, are in heaven. God's on the throne. Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. But the Holy Spirit's still here on earth. He's right here with us. And so why can he comfort you? Because that's his ministry. In fact, in the book of John, it calls the Holy Spirit the comforter. (laughs) So if you want comfort, well, then you need to get to know the comforter. And John 14, 16 says, Jesus speaking here, he says, I will ask the Father... And he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. You know him for he lives with you and will be in you. And that's good news that the Holy Spirit is right there with you. He's right there right now. So, so I encourage you to talk to Jesus, but I would encourage you to remember, I want you to remember right now that the Holy Spirit is right next to you. He's here. He's, he's right there. So when you feel alone or isolated or feel like no one understands, you need to know the Holy Spirit's right there. Here's the third one and that the word of God brings comfort. So Tammy says, I went to my green Bible. This is, this is, this is actually an old Bible that you had uh, just freshly, actually a friend of ours yeah. as a Christmas gift had it, um, had it rebound for you and it is beautiful. But the word of God brings comfort. And I just think about the Psalms alone. Like if you wanna know, like where do I go to get comfort out of God's word? You can almost go blindly into the Psalms and find comfort in God's word. Psalm 
23, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And, and all of a sudden you're just encouraged. Psalm 91, you guys ought to be reading Psalm 91 every day during this pandemic. It'll give you assurance that God is protecting you. So what do we do here? We, we, talk, to the, we talk to Jesus. We realize the Holy Spirit's right there with us, but you need to read God's word every day. Every, not, not as a discipline, but just for your encouragement and your comfort. And I encourage you again, if you don't know where to go, just read the Psalms if you need comfort and encouragement. And then, of course, I think we ought to all be praying out loud Psalm 91 every day. And here's the last one. And this one is gonna surprise you, and it has a little bit of a, um, well, it, it creates a little bit of a problem in our current reality, and that is that the body of Christ gives comfort. So, so being around other Christians is part of God's design, which is pretty unfortunate right now because we've all been told that we can't meet together. And by the way, our team is meeting every day and planning and preparing for the day we can go back. We hope that it's sooner than later. And we're going to be, we're going to go back as soon as we can when it is safe. And we'll probably have to do it in a phased way and all of that. But but we can't hardly wait to get back together really for one reason, and that is that the body of Christ brings comfort. You, we need each other. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine who did these drive-in services, and I was asking him kind of a little pessimistically, like, what benefit if, uh, is there of them dr just driving and sitting in their cars and watching the service when they can watch it at home? And I'll never forget what he said. He said, because they just look into the other car, and when they see their church family in a, in a car next to them in a parking lot, windows rolled up, that they just cry and wave at each, waving at each other. You know what that is? That is, that's the body of Christ. I tell you, it's something I hope we never forget or never take for granted again is how beautiful it was for us to be able to gather together. I think some of us maybe even got in the habit of not coming to church or watching it online when we could have gathered, but we're all realizing, man, I need this. I need some people. I need my, I need my people. And, you know, Hebrews 10 says, let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another. And all the more as you see the capital D day approaching, that's, 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 that's the end times day. That's the last day. That's judgment day. And so we need that encouragement. So, so what do we do in this current reality? When we talk to Jesus, we realize the Holy Spirit's here, read our Bibles every day, but we need to stay connected however possible. And I know we can't physically meet right now, but it's very important uh, that we are connecting with our small group members. And honestly, right now, there are no semesters because we need each, each other. And normally we'd be in a semester break, but look, we just, we still have to, we don't have to have meetings, but we still need to make phone calls and we still need to pray for one another and check on one another. And I encourage you to do that all the more. But I want to close this little at-home Service. I've kind of enjoyed this church, church, and church in our home. Something a little different. We may do this again, but I think there's another way right here in this moment that we can be the body of Christ. I think I think there's a way for us to be together, even though we're not physically together right now, and that's when we receive communion together. I don't know if you realize that, but this sacrament called the Lord's Supper, some call it the Eucharist. Um, some call it the Last Supper. Some, there's a lot of different phrases for taking bread and juice as a, as a representation of the body and the blood of Jesus. 
remembering the night before he went to the cross, the last supper with the disciples and what it reminds us of. But one of the words that's used to describe this is called communion. And that communion wasn't just between you and God, but it's you, it's you and other people. In fact, there are some denominations that won't allow you to take communion by yourself <laughs> because they think and believe, and really in some ways rightfully so, that it is, it's, it's powerful with God, but it's also powerful with each other. And, and I just did some study even today on this, that even the book of Jude, they called it the love feast or the agape meal where they not only remember Jesus, but they also express community with each other. So here's what my hope is. My hope is that in this moment where we close this little at-home service by taking communion together, my hope, my hope was is that you would, you would, even though they're not in the room with you right now, that you would feel close to Tammy and me. In fact, that's why we wanted to have First Wednesday in our home. We wanted to invite you in. And I know we're, we're physically distancing but you need to know we're with you and we've got you and we're praying for you and we're family and we're connected and, and we're praying for you like our own children and we love you very much. I want you to look, look at me. We love you very much and, and we're gonna be together again soon. But can we in the spirit come together right now? I'm thinking of the people that, have, that are quarantined, isolated, lonely, discouraged that we are joined together through this holy sacrament called communion. And so Tammy, I wanna allow you to take a little piece of bread and I'm gonna do the same. And if you have cracker or bread, would you just take it in your hands? And I'm gonna read this verse out of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. It says, for I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, the Lord Jesus, on the night that he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, broke it, and said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Take it in remembrance, receive it in remembrance of me. Would you go ahead? Thank you, Lord, for your life, for your body, what it represents. We're honored to be called Christians, to be in your family. And I'm honored to be joined with my brothers and sisters right now in this holy moment. And Tammy, I'll hand you this little iced tea glass full of grape juice. And I'll take mine as well. And of course, this, this, this juice represents the blood of Jesus. And the scriptures go on in 1 Corinthians 11 and say, in the same way after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Would you go ahead and take a sip? And Lord, I thank you for this holy moment where we can remember the power of your blood and what it means in our life. We're saved, we're healed, we're redeemed, we're transformed, and we're blessed through the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for it right now. Thank you for this moment. We were able to not only remember you, but to remember each other in Jesus' name, amen. Tammy, before we go, uh, we're gonna let our team right here in my piano room, let them, let them sing another song uh, called The Blessing. And for a lot of you, you wonder like, I don't know whether to sing or receive both. So if you, if you wanna be blessed, just listen to the song. 
But if you join in singing it, I want you to think of how you're singing it over our church, over your family. So when you can sing along, you can, bless, you can be someone who blesses people as they sing it as well. But before we do that, Tammy, will you pray and just close this out and pray for the people who are discouraged and really just whatever's on your heart and ask God to comfort them right now. So, Father, I come before you right now. I'm just so grateful tonight for your love. Thank you, God, how you love me, God. Thank you how you love the people of Church of the Highlands, Lord, all over the state and in Columbus, Lord. You are just so good. Father, I just pray right now for the people in particular who are just feel like they failed. Father, they are discouraged. They've lost their joy, Lord God. I just pray right now that you will remind them how much you love them that Jesus, you gave your only son Jesus for them, Lord God, and that you don't condemn them, Lord Father, but you have made them more than conquerors. So Father, I just pray that right now through your Holy Spirit, you will encourage them, you will lift them up, Lord Father. They will just begin to feel the peace and the joy from, from the Holy Spirit, Lord Father, just come into their lives right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I rebuke fear off of the yeah. Lord. I rebuke sickness off of every yes. person that's listening to this right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that Jesus took the stripes on his back for our healing, and we are healed, yeah. Lord God. And I just thank you for the mighty things that you're doing and that you've ha you have done. And Lord God, I can't wait to see what you continue to do through all of us, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for joining us.